But what pisses me off is where we ended. And the fact that there was two games that could have, like that Pumas game, dude, all we had to do was win it. And we had it in the bag. And we wouldn't, we wouldn't, if I'm not mistaken, we would have made it into what, the top four or not? I think even before that, we would have made it into two games. I think I messaged you after one of them where I was like, what the fuck, man? Like last minute loss (laughs) or tie or whatever. And like and we had fourth place in the, in the bag, and then like we dropped to you know fifth or sixth place, whatever it was. Um, man, I feel like I feel like the beginning. Hi, right, welcome to another episode of Business Analysis. I'm your host Jesse. I'm alongside Ivan. Hey, what's up, guys? We're back here for our last episode of the season. That you know, want to forget about this season and move on. But we, I'm sure there's some good we can talk about. Yes, sir. And we're alongside Eddie, the homie, came up, through y'all? again. What's up, Eddie? How are y'all doing? Chilling, chilling. And then we're also alongside uh, Byron, the homie from Florida. First time on the on the show. Welcome. How you doing, Byron? What's up, yo? I'm good. Thanks for having me. All right, coming on, bro. Go ahead and uh, lead the show. All right. Well, uh, just because for the sake of um, continuing with this little side combo we were having before we hit record, uh, Byron <laughs> Byron was going to tell us about what happened over over the summer where you went to the championship game and didn't get to get into the stadium what happened bro yeah man okay so my brother playing the whole freaking thing it was like we had tickets before we left and surely they, I, I had i had trust i put my trust in him and i thought they were real he thought they were real he bought them off of facebook so that should have been our first freaking warning, but nah, they were fake. We were we were getting into the line, and the freaking they scanned the tickets and they didn't work. So we didn't get in. It was it was tragic. It was freaking tragic, bro. Damn. Yeah, man. And we had to. We went to a restaurant, and. Watched the game there, and I still bawled my eyes out, but <laughs> such a crazy, crazy accomplishment, man. It sucks that we didn't, you know, repeat this year or this season. But uh, what do you guys think about the season? What happened? These fools are on mute. Is it? <laughs> now nah, hold up. It's because we're having technical difficulties, bro. <laughs> nah, but um, at least from my end, I'm kind of like shit. Like, um, I don't know. I was excited, but it just kind of sucks. Yeah. There we go. I just, I think, <laughs> I think okay. the team, nah, the, there were like no refuerzos before the season started. So it was kind of, for me, it was kind of expected the downfall, like a little bit of Cruz Um Yeah. And then all the other teams. No, nah, dude, but, but with, with, um with no refuerzos, but you got to think about it. We had, we had the squad that just won the championship. So we had, a proper squad that should have at least got into a significant round. You get me at the very yeah. fucking least got into the playoffs. That that's why, you know, it's like, okay, look, look who's in the final right now. And you're going to tell me they're one of the best squads Atlas. No, man, they don't have no. money, <laughs> you know, and it's like, they're there. So it's possible. And it was definitely possible with us. I was telling um, Jess uh, earlier in one of our group chats, I was like, dude, you know, what just sucks is that last season, it was it was just something supernatural in a sense, dude, because everything that went wrong this season, it just didn't go wrong last season, bro. It was like last season, we we gave away 
the entire first half, the whole time. And, you know, it was fucking lame. And then Reynoso would start doing some subs at the minute 60, and we'd end up scoring and holding off and win the game. 1-0, 2-1, 1-0, 2-1. you know, we were winning like that. And then this season, he tried it again, and it just didn't work, dude. It didn't work. And he gave away the first halves, and it, it showed in the fact that we had to, we had to go into repechaje. Um I don't like. I'm. I, I guess I could be a little scandalous. I'm not gonna lie, you know, because I'm always. I obviously get upset, you know. Reynoso just gave us the title. Okay, maybe this season was a little ass. Okay, my bad. Maybe I shouldn't be saying like, oh yeah, fuck this guy. Okay, but definitely this next season, you know, he's got to. He's got to be in the top four for it, for us to even consider keeping him, dude. Because you know, it's kind of like. Um, I was talking about this with my dad the other day. It's like, dude, for example, you you see what like El Pio Herrera with America, like they should have fucking make a statue statue for that fool. And they kicked that fool out the back door because it, it just, you know, nobody's above the club. And I think that even though Reynoso gave us a title after 23 years, we shouldn't have to wait another 23 years for it to come. Like the, the players come and go, coaches come and go, and you know, nothing is above these colors and if it's not steering us towards a championship, I don't think, you know, he has any business on the team anymore. You know, we're not going to sit around for five years to wait to get to another final. We're not going to go three Ligias seguidas without getting into the playoffs. You get me like, that's just how I see it. Like we need, we need to also um, avoid ever going into something like 23 years without a title. Like we need to speak up and we need to, Ask, ask and demand the changes if our team, you know, isn't isn't doing good. Like, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be a champion. And yet, it doesn't mean that well, we have to win it back to back. Don't get me wrong. You know, I would have loved to. Who wouldn't? But okay. And then, but what pisses me off is where we ended. And the fact that there was two games that could have, like that Pumas game, dude, all we had to do was win it. And we had it in the bag. And we wouldn't, we wouldn't, if I'm not mistaken, we would have made it into what the top four or not? I think even before that, we would have made it into there's two games. I think I messaged yeah. you after one of them where I was like, "What the fuck, man!" Like last minute loss <laughs> or tie or whatever, and like and we had fourth in the place in the bag, and then like we dropped to you know fifth or sixth place, whatever it was. Um, man, I feel like I feel like the beginning of the season really hurt us. We had. Like, yes, we have the squad. We had the squad at the end that should have taken us through to at least, you know, be in a comfortable spot to, like, maybe to make Ligia. But, like, at the beginning, man, like, we were we were losing bad. And, like, we did not have our full squad there. And, like, that wasn't fun. Um, and, like, I agree with you in the sense that, like, I don't think we needed, you know, to bring more people on to the team. Because I think the Sulu, like, like you said, like they they had the championship squad, and this squad should have been, you know, done the same thing that they did last year. Was it the you know championship hangover? Like that's fine. Like you know, I I can get behind that. Like, you know, I the losses this year didn't hurt as bad as they did years before. Mm-hmm. Like as a fan, I feel like, and like, um, but I don't know, man. Like that first part of the season was just tragic like we we didn't win the first two games right first two or three games um so yeah, like yeah we, we started off really bad i remember it was like yeah yeah like that remember was, honestly losing to mazatlan and, yeah and then, yeah. yeah that was it couldn't really remember yeah. all the other games but <laughs> it was like tie and then tie and then loss and then loss wasn't too many wins. I mean, dude, I mean, this is what I've talked about is like, if you look, there's different styles of coaching. I get it in a playing. Um, and I'm one of the dude that like, for example, with Seaboldi. Okay. 
going back to the to the kind of comparison I was making with with how America's fan base, which and the reason I say America's as much as I hate them, they are the team with the most championships in total, and their fan base is really demanding. Even right now with this shit, they they came out and were like, "Yo, you know, we're sorry. We're gonna we're gonna push this team back to the top where it belongs. We're the most we're the biggest team in Mexico." Blah blah. And you know what? And this for twenty three years, bro. All we did, we didn't even receive an apology. After all those fucking finals loss, we never got an apology. We never had people come up and say, you know, hey, you know, we're, we're going to do this and we're going to do this, blah, blah, blah. When Sivordi threw away that fucking, what was the semifinal against Pumas, you know, fucking horrible. For once, they came out and they said, we're just, we're, this is never going to happen again. You know, this was mediocre and, you know, we're never going to let this happen again. And what happened? We won a championship the next season. That's the way it needs to go. Like it, it, it needs, you need to understand that if the team is playing bad, if the heads need a role, whether it be the coach or the, but whoever, whoever needs to go for the, for the best of the team needs to go. And so when Simbordi was coaching, even though this food choked, hard as fuck on that semifinal and there's no excuse and he should have gotten fired and I'm glad he did his style of play I liked a lot better than Reynoso's dude it was a team that went out constantly trying to win every game from minute one you get me and Reynoso is not that type of person Reynoso is the type that will give you the ball for 45 minutes you get me they don't you know he doesn't and and that shit is frustrating yes it worked last season and he should have gotten the first two, three, four games that it wasn't working. And <laughs> you guys don't have me on Snapchat or, or something, but like um, I'm, I was I was at the I went to Mexico to watch him play against Monterrey and the Concacaf Vuelta, uh, which we fucking oh, lost. Yeah, and I was right there, like I was I was like right next to the field, and I was like screaming at Reynoso, you know, I was like, I was like, well, dude, what the fuck are you, I was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? I was like, this isn't the first game, it's not the second game, it's the third, I was like, there's like five games that you've played like this, thrown away the whole fucking first half, like, what are you doing? Like, are you going to change something? You know, like, it's obviously not working. And then he goes and benches, to me, our star player, why, even, whatever reasons, if it's not, he obviously can play. Oh, let me give you an example. This um, the repechaje we played it um against Monterrey, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did he? He didn't start with with Cabecita, right? And we're like, what the fuck are you doing? It's your best man, and it's the most important game. Didn't okay. he make like a substitution? Yeah, like, exactly. In the he first half. Yeah. So what does that tell you? He fucked Did up he, in the lineup. Exactly. Like who the fuck? Do, like dude, like. You know, to, to me, like, it's like, okay, this guy gave us a title. Okay, Lorenzo Aguantar. He gave us a good season, gave us a bad season. Okay, let's be fair. You know, it's one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. But if if we don't make it to, to like, La Liguilla, like, or, or we aren't, like, or it's not looking like we're going to make it, dude, I don't care. Like, I don't care what he what title he gave us. Um, Like, his style of play is, is not cutting it, dude. It's not. It's not cutting it. Like, it's it doesn't... It's it just I don't like it and it and it doesn't it doesn't like put you where you should be as a as a reigning champ and um you know but apart from that like what do you guys think um was the main main reason that we didn't even make it to the playoffs this year? So I feel like our top players weren't at their best. Like Davisita was Roma. not at his best, man. Like whether we like, I mean, I, I know he's he's probably he's probably the best player that we've got, and like he was not at his best. How many goals did he have? One or two? Like three at yeah. the most. Yeah, and then I feel like Santi started out really hot. Like I was, I was like shit. I was like he's putting this team on his back, like in the beginning, because he was he was scoring. I think pretty often. He scored like yeah, he scored in the pretemporada. Yeah, um, and then he he scored like the the second game or the first game. Yeah. And like but, he was, you know, he's he was involved in like assists and stuff like that. So like I feel like I don't know. And then he just got super cold. Like he didn't do shit the rest of the season. Um but I feel like 
I feel like in each game, like there was a player that like was doing good. Like if you know, like there there was that the hat trick by fucking Yoho, uh, which was fucking phenomenal. And I'm not a big Yoho fan. Like I, I feel like I've been very like I definitely talked to my dad about him. I'm like I don't think he's that good. But that game <laughs> stepped up. He's like I don't know something was up with him. Like he was feeling the colors that day. Like he was like I'm gonna win this for us. And hey, then- there's there's games like that, bro. Let me tell. I'm obviously not gonna compare myself to these guys, but like there's just games like, for example, I'm not I'm not the greatest starter player in the world. This weekend, uh, we had our first game of the season. Like, um, we had a we had a preseason going on. This, and I fucking scored three goals, dude. And I'm not a forward. It just there's just days where you just yeah. you're just you're on it, dude. You on, mean- yeah, and like I I I appreciated that uh, from the team, but. It was never cohesive. Like it was never the full team that was into it. You know, like uh, they felt like like slow at times. They just maybe they weren't feeling it. Like again, That's the- they, they had that like championship hangover, and like it affected us real bad. And I'm fine. You know, again, the the losses didn't hurt that bad. Even like Repechaje, I was like, man, like you know, it's fine. It's fine. Like I'm gonna let this one slide. But next year or this next season. Like they better come out like just kicking ass, man. Like from day one, like they have to like make it a point. Like okay, like we were we didn't make we didn't even make Liga this time around. Like we're gonna be in Liga. We're gonna be top four. Like we have to do that. Reynoso definitely has to change his like game plan for sure. Um, I I appreciate what he did. I appreciate how he did it because that season, the championship season. He was smart. He like, you know, he would go in at halftime, make his changes, do whatever he needed to do, and we would get the win. But now mm-hmm. I feel like everyone knows what he's doing, you know? And so like they're planning ahead of, you know, the other teams I feel like are planning ahead of time to kind of combat what he is what he was good at in that, you know, championship season. So he needs to find a different style of play. I think if he doesn't do good this year, like he's I would say give him the boot. But, um, but yeah, I feel like this this season, not everyone was co- the, the team wasn't cohesive, you know, like mm-hmm. championship season, everything was going right for everyone. This season, we didn't have that. And whether it was, you know, players being pulled for our, for uh, uh, international play, Reynoso giving players, you know, uh, vacation or whatever it was at the beginning of the season. And then mm-hmm. we had some injuries that kind of hurt us. Um, I think this year we come back healthy. Everyone is just, you know, they had a good vacation. They, you know, did whatever the fuck they had to do to like chill and relax, whatever. And like this year, like con ganas, you know, like come out and like, and play with fucking huevos, dude. Like they, they weren't playing with huevos this season, dude. What, what do you think, Byron? Um, honestly, yeah, just being, just saying basically the same thing as Eddie um, like some some of the players weren't um, on their best level like it surprised me especially with uh, Rivero um, Brusasu freaking broke their back trying to trying to oh, keep yeah he didn't return to disappointment dude and he had um, a disappointing season and then Romo with his head oh horrible dude clouds, bro too, man. You know who actually surprised me? That to me, I just saw better and better each game was Orbelin. That dude looked good every game, dude. Motivated. He was motivated, <laughs> yeah. And he just yeah. he's quick. He looks quicker. I don't know, dude. I think I, I I thought he was past his prime. It looks like he's barely getting into it. Dude, that, and we need to drop Seppellini quick. Like <laughs> Passerini, you mean? Passerini, sorry. sorry. I feel, I feel yeah. like uh, like teams right now like in the like in soccer they're not like they're not buying players as much they're just like getting them on loan and that's just somehow cheaper for them but it's, it's like weird because Azul is kind of broke right now I feel like and they're not they're not doing what they need to be doing as in they, getting I mean, their okay. bro. I, I could understand 
we're broke in like maybe like okay we can't we can't go around buying 10 million dollar players okay but i don't think we're broke in the sense that we don't have at least a seven million dollar eight million dollar budget you get me so my my understanding is look okay people don't want to buy players because you're selling players that that you know aren't that great and they're not like oh my god i need them right right now i need them this season i don't care if he has a contract still we're gonna pay it off like no we don't have players that hold that weight maybe cabecita and mls team would 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 pay whatever it is for for him um or romo but you know like most teams like most of them especially mexican teams they don't want to do that but look, you got you got your smaller players. I don't know, maybe like Yotun or um, who else? Who else? Like Pablo Aguilar, Aldrete, Shaggy, um, Quig Mendoza, Pacerini, Montoya. Those players that you could easily sell for one, two million. Okay, I, I I've said this a ton of times a hundred times maybe you guys have heard it maybe you guys haven't maybe you guys agree maybe you don't i think it would be more in our best interest to get one player that's gonna change our whole fucking team and he's gonna cost eight million just this one player and get rid of all these like montoya could be replaced with anybody in the sub 20 um Pasolini could be replaced with someone in the sub 20 aldretes could be replaced by someone in the sub 20 like these players could be replaced super easily sell those motherfuckers get an extra eight million and buy one fucking play one badass yeah. player that he's gonna he's gonna make us you give me like that's, and that's another that's thing what, it's, um, I don't know if you guys saw that one Twitter post with like like the payroll of Gusasu like the players. Oh, I saw that. I saw that supposedly. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I don't know what you guys think about Corona, but he was he was the first one on top. Yeah, he gets the highest oh, salary. Like, he's the most he's paid. And then Aldrete was up there, and then other players that are like, you know, like mm. not as worthy as of their salary. I think- because because i think for example i think that there's a little kind of like um the perspective is this is that like for example i don't know if you guys are aware how corona's contract is how i think he signed for just one year like he extended it if i'm not mistaken so his annual salary okay so two years so his annual salary is broken down, you know, into only two years. So he's getting a big chunk in, in a year. That's why his annual salary is so high. Other players got contracts for like four years. So now their salary has been divided by four. So what you see yeah. is what they're making a year. You get me? That type of deal. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's why I'm it... Yeah. But um Yeah. I, I mean, just uh, like uh, yeah, go ahead. out there and like you play the market like yeah let's say we get rid of you know who's rumored right now of getting rid of uh, montoya is rumored Yotun. I, think. Yotun, mm-hmm. like, uh, I think cabecita and i even saw some stuff about a piojo like potentially going to uh, mls like where do you go find this eight million dollar player like do you go to south america you go to like an argentinian team or a brazilian team like no in mexico who, I think that that would. I think uh, Sula has just been, or like a lot of teams in the league are just like getting each other's players. You know, just. Well, well there's good players in our league that are like, for example, okay, like going back to Eddie's question, like for example, I think we, I don't know if it was a two that I talked about Eddie, or I definitely talked with someone about um, Omar Fernandez, like the dude that's in Leon right now. Dude, yeah. everybody could see what he was doing in Puebla. He's a fucking badass player, dude. Um, we should have gone for him. Or, or we could go for someone like Cristian Tabo. We could go for this. Who was this guy that was just um, Nic- Nicolas Ibanez? You get me? Yeah. That forward. That's better than Pasolini. Um, um, we could go for someone like Diego Bruno Bruno Valdez. You get me? I think he was around like $8 million, $9 million, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would 100% prefer players that are already established in the league. That's it in the league. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'd agree with that for sure. Uh, I think that's one of the biggest things that, like, my dad always says, like, 
you always, you know, we're bringing players from, you know, South America and like, they're not used to this league. They're not used to playing here. And like, you can definitely go out and find someone within the league already established, already, you know, ready to play. They already know how the, you know, Liga Mekis works and shit like that. So yeah, I can see that. It's just... Or, or even some of the dudes from Tigres, dude, like Quinones, um, Diente Lopez, like those players are fucking, dude, I would love them for Cruz Azul, dude. Yeah. Um, I know Diente Lopez, it's obvious Quinac is on his way out and it's obvious that Diente Lopez has crazy quality. So Tigres might not let him go so easily knowing that like, hey, this could be Guignac's replacement. You get me? Like, yeah. He yeah. could be our star. So they're probably not going to let him go so easily. Um, but he's definitely the type of player that I like, and he's already established in the league. Like he can fuck it up. Um, I think, I think there could also be like a type of, um, like there's teams, there's teams like Nekaxa, um, Puebla, that, that take, that bring, or even Solos that bring, you know, South Americans, desconocidos, and, and sometimes they're good. And so what Cruz Azul should be, like, having, like, scouts, like, right away, like, putting their eye on every new player that comes into these smaller teams. So as soon as they see the quality in that first season, they're like, hey, this guy's going to be big, or this guy's going to be good, or this guy's, you know, like, let's bring him while they'll sell him to us for $3 million. As opposed to he has a great tournament and next you know Monterrey and Theater are trying to buy him and and now he's eight nine million you get me because yeah. a lot like you remember like um who's this fool that went to Porto that black guy from Chiapas Jackson Martinez you remember him yeah. he, look who brought him Chiapas brought that fool Chiapas yeah. brought brought Cabañas you get me yeah like it's like dude like those type of teams. That's their their deal. That's their business. You get me? Um, they get cheap players and sell them to to the bigger clubs in Mexico. Um, it's it's not impossible. Like I said, we we just have to be smart about it. And there's good players. And if you want to go the cheap route, then keep your eyes open for those cheap players that Necaxa has, that fucking Puebla has, and take them before they fucking you know they get too big or too. Yeah, it's inflation, good. bro. It's inflation right now. I think um, you know that uh, reporter Carlos Cordova. He said it perfectly, mm-hmm. bro. When uh, when play- players get like approached from Mexican teams, if it's like Necaxa, they sell it for a million. But then Cruz Azul wants them. Nah, it's like six or seven. And I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, just because we pay seven million for a player doesn't mean that he, he's gonna be good. Yeah. I mean. Look at Angulo. We paid seven million for Angulo. We paid six point five for Montoya. We paid like um, countless amount of money, you know. And yeah. it's like the money you spend isn't a guarantee that you're gonna get um, like a good player, dude. We paid four million for Marcone, and you guys know what Marcone did for us, you know, yeah. only in one season. So, I mean, yeah. it's just um, yeah, his quality is undeniable. You, you need to know like how to invest your money wisely um and it's also the player's mentality you know like sometimes they're like fuck it like they they you, think you that wanna... they made it and like come to them to them like getting to mexico is like europe for the like mexican players you know like they yeah. they just kind of like oh, okay like i'm already here i'm getting a good paycheck and that's pretty yeah. much it for them and and they're also like a you know they're with I mean, obviously, like arguably a big team, but like Cruz Azul, but like they get comfortable, man. Like they get comfortable and then they're like, all right, like I'm, I'm, you know, banking here and like, you know. Y'all seen the rides that they have? Y'all seen the rides that they have? Like today when they were getting out of practice, the cars that they'd be driving, like. Yeah, Montoya's oh, yeah. <laughs> on a Jeep Wrangler, like, dude. Like, oh my God, bro. When Montoya's Jeep, bro. <laughs> Uh, yeah i mean they, they obviously are, are well paid but yeah. like like let me just go back a little a little a little back to angulo i actually kind of like angulo just that dude did some he he scored important goals dude you get me yeah. like uh, he, yeah dude that's that's still angulo's like that, clutch. 
But yeah, dude, Angulo, and then he scored. Who, who was? I think it was against Monterrey. They, 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 um, they marked him as offsides, and it wasn't a fucking offsides, dude. If I'm not mistaken, like it was the repechaje uh, or yeah. something like that. And and then like he, like I think like definitely, obviously, we're all in agreement that Pasadini is is shit. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Do you guys consider is Cabecita a striker or is he going to be a striker? Is he going to play a little behind him? Is he going to be on the wing? Because if so, if if our two strikers are going to be, you know, Santi and Angulo, like I don't, I don't think either of those like is is the solution. Like, oh yeah, put him on the field. He's going to be, you know, our star striker. Um, I feel like the chemistry was a little bit better with Santi and uh, Cabecita, like. Because Santi, Santi needs to be more selfish, for sure. Because he, I feel like he tries to like you know be a a team player and like you know give assists and stuff like that, which is great. And like I think that worked really well with Gavesita, but he mm-hmm. keeps that mentality when there's another striker up there with him, like and it's not Gavesita. And like I feel like in those moments, Santi really needs to like be selfish at that point like just fucking score like just shoot the ball like you know do your part oh yeah dude we've we he's a striker i mean they live off of their goals and it's like if you if he was if he wasn't if he wasn't who he was his numbers wouldn't help him too much you know we'd probably be be asking for a new striker you know yeah for a replacement um if he wasn't who he was um obviously it's crazy um how i'm a little a little i guess blinded or kind of don't i have too much of 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 a love for everybody that won that championship you know like like including montoya including santi including angulo like it it just seems like damn like the coach huh Except the yeah, but the, you saw you saw how he you saw how he lined up that fucking repechaje, dude. Come on, ni modo que the players pick that shit. Well, no, no, okay, well, no, no, yes, I think I have love for Reynoso too, but it's just like you didn't let me finish. Like it's just complicated right now. It's gonna it's gonna suck to to say or to to be like yo. I love you, but you gotta go. You know, like I'm talking about Montoya. I'm talking about you know um, someone like Aldrete. Um, like they're just players that we could totally reinforce those areas, and it'll be, you know, if if we only could Rafa Vaca, you get me? If that motherfucker could go, um, <laughs> it's gonna, dude. They're gonna bury him and fucking La Noria, dude. Like he actually, right, actually started benching Baca towards the end. And I was like, thank yeah. goodness, man, finally. But it's because of rotations, though. It's not because of, like, anything tactical. I think it was he was just trying to, like, get people in and out of the, the squad, you know, just to give them playing time. But, yeah, I mean, Baca is just... They, they still got uh, that one guy from Chivas, uh, Alexis Gutierrez. Thank you. Oh, wait, are you talking about the, the defender or the or the midfielder? The midfielder. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. He's from Chivas. I think I think we did get him from Chivas. Yeah, but oh, okay. He only played like a couple of games in Conca Champions, but in the league he hasn't really played. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Chivas, all right, just real quick, just a little side side note. You know that drama that's going on with with Antuna and Cordova. I don't know how it is. I thought it was a joke at first. Uh, according to the internet, it was actually re- really in talks. Um, I personally, like, I'm not an America or Chivas fan, and I know their rivalry, but I think they're, like, dude, at the end of the day, like, you know, if, if they were to, to swap, I think, like, it'd be good for both teams and they should accept it. But it looks like it's not going to happen. I have always liked Antuna. Would, would you guys trade Piojo for Antuna? I'll trade Piojo for Cordova. Though. Oh, nah, dude. Cordova. I, I think Cordova is oh. a little bit better. Antu- Antuna's Jurgen Dam 2.0. <laughs> That's true. And he can't oh, even cross it. I, I take Jurgen Dam over Antuna at this point. Nah, I don't know about that. I think, I think Antuna's younger. I he's, think he's, I could be wrong. He's got good centers. That's the. 
That's the good thing. What's up, guys? Yeah. 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 He, um, in that case, we need Mosso. <laughs> nah, Mosso too, bro. The Mosso from the from the from the second from the last three games. <laughs> so a player that shows yeah. up once every like twenty games, that's cool. No, hey man, that, that's Alva, that, that, that's uh, Roberto Alvarado too. Last three games, right? That's kind of what I'm saying. You get me? Like, but I mean, I just just because I think Antuna is like super fast, dude. Like, you get me? Like, that's all he has, though. That's the problem. Yeah, I mean, I guess you have a point because uh, Cruz Azul in the past has been like the kind of team to like like uh, boost players, like you know confidence like uh fabian like when he played with us he was i think he was at his best almost and he went to europe after that yeah he was maybe good with atuna you could see the same thing i think who else was uh well who the fuck? Uh, orbelin too orbelin you know i think he played better in Cruz than he did with chivas yeah but he time. was a more mature player um but i guess it's because look i there was for like one second, there was one post or something on Twitter that supposedly, you guys remember Joao Rojas? Like, he, you know, <laughs> he was he was a free a free player now or something. And somebody said, you know, I mean, he's coming back to Mexico to Crasul. And I'm like, dude, I wish we had a player like Joao Rojas. Like, we we don't have a player that's fast enough, you know, on the wing to 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 take two or three players, you know. But who's um, who's fast enough to like be in the area though? Like, it, it's kind of like similar to like that season when Joao was with Pavone there's no point in having um Joao and Pavone if Pavone is slow and Angulo and Santi aren't that fast I think Santi's kind of fast though yeah dude Santi's pretty fast man like he gets he's, on his horse he, he's pretty fast yeah I, I think it just he surprises you I think that's the thing like he doesn't look <laughs> as fast but um he's still like six foot four and and just jogging away from a five foot eight defender yeah. You know, so. But yeah, I mean, I think definitely we need a player like that, like desequilibrante. I I don't think I mean with the situation. I don't know if you guys already talked about it, but with the situation that Cruz Azul is going through, unless they sell anybody, they're not buying anyone. Yeah, we were talking about how they could they could sell all these, you know, Montoya's and Andretes and Shaggy. Well, and Mon- Montoya's not even our player anymore. The full. Uh, he, he ended a, uh, his contract. So the players that don't have a contract is like Yotun, Montoya, uh, Orbelin, I think. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, they're they're, done. Leaving for, they're leaving for free then, huh? Yeah. But honestly, Montoya, you know, you paid $4 million or like less than $3, $3 million. Um, Also for uh, the other player, Yotun, you, you only paid like 3 3 or 4 mm-hmm. And then... Uh, like everybody brings up the Orbelin situation, but I thought it was funny because no one brought up Elias Hernandez. Elias Hernandez cost us like 11 million or 8 million, something like that. And no one's no one batted an eye because nobody cares about Elias, you know. But Orbelin is still a good player, and that's why everybody was like, Oh, yeah, they dropped the ball. And I was like, Bro, they dropped the ball last summer when they let Elias go for free to Leon just for playing time. Yeah, I think it's like, you know what, dude. If if that first was the first season that Elias came, that was the, the season with Pelais, right? When he brought Alvarado and all those dudes. That was the final yeah. in 2018. Okay. Imagine if we would have won that final, Elias would have been a god to us, bro. Because he was I, so good that season, dude. It was a good season. I, I think even when he left, I, that you know, the competition in that right mid um mm-hmm. slowed down as well. So, you know, you not having that player behind you that could take your spot potentially uh, slowed down the progression of the, the right wing in general, not even just because of Orbelin. Like, I think that he was the only option at that point and you couldn't choose anybody else. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Um, but what I was saying earlier, also like this, the economic situation that you speak of, I don't think it means we're dead fucking broke, right? <laughs> no, no, no. So 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 what's happening right now, and because this is what a lot of people think, but they're paying off like a lot of release clauses and, and just letting go of players 
Um, I don't know if you guys heard, but there, there's been a limpia completely of all of Billy Alvarez's guys. So everybody that was on the directiva is gone. You don't, you don't have to worry about like, oh, maybe he's still talking to Billy Alvarez, something like that. But I think uh, Victor Davila has, has taken total control. But when you let go of people, you got to pay people off. And then also you got to pay, you know, champion. Like they're still paying, um, what is it called? Like the, the bonuses of, of every, yeah, of yeah. every player. And I mean, that costs money, you know, so it's, it's either we have five million to buy a player, or we have five million to pay the bonuses for the championship. You know? keep our players happy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that makes sense. at the end of the day, it is a company, and they do have employees. You know, just and, like every other company. So, and you got to remember too. I think, paying, and then I think. Sorry, they're paying the coaches that they let go. Like Achina was still getting paid because they have a certain <laughs> year to Hell end. No, no, it's true because. Um, I don't know if you heard about the whole Chivas situation. They they were paying four coaches uh, this past year while, uh, le, like, that's the whole why they didn't let go of, um, what's his name? Busatich right away. They were mm-hmm. like, we can't buy anybody else. And we, you know, you might as well finish off this guy's contract while we're paying off Cardoso, while we're paying off. I, I forgot the other two coaches, to be oh, honest. But, so, so, yeah. so you're telling me that... Even last season, they were still paying Caixinha. They were still paying Caixinha, and they, oh my they were God. still paying. Um, oh, what's, That's the, what's crazy. the other guys? Well, yeah, because you, you, when when you let go of a team or a coach like that, is you're still you yeah, still have to pay them until the end of the yeah. year. Yeah. yeah, there's a contract. So, yeah, I think they're still paying. They're not paying for what's his name anymore though. Because he was done. Yeah, because he was done in the summer. Plus, didn't he like technically quit? Yeah, but they they get, they put something on the table like it was like uh, you know yeah. either either you you're gonna you quit this yeah or you're gonna bonus. yeah <laughs> but pretty bonus I need that <laughs> and I mean we we still have a lot of players on the books too like I don't know if you guys remember Rosario Cota you have no, Guillermo Allison but but they're still getting paid through Cruz Azul you swear Cancun <laughs> can can afford them. So we we just have a lot of play and then like all the players from Hidalgo, um, they're technically still our players. So you know mm-hmm. they they have a salary to a certain year, and we continue to pay that salary as well. Yeah. So is it is Cancun okay, so affiliated with us? Uh, it's it's like iffy. We're supposed to, they were supposed to bring up you know Hidalgo, and then something yeah. happened with the team. Yeah. They just, yeah. Okay. Infrastructure broke down. Yeah. And I don't even think that that team exists anymore. How how is the is the ties going with the cooperativa? Because they used to feed us millions, right? It, you know, they there was that big ass you know video that they came out with about that they they would put in like fucking five hundred million pesos into the team every year and never knew what happened with it. So did that did that bond That's- get broken? I think what happened was that through Billy Alvarez's inversions, you know, they're trying to be more open with everybody and like say like this is where the money's com- coming from. And to be honest, you know, some of the money that Billy Alvarez was bringing in might have been funneled in somehow. So yeah. it's it's not a is it's not that big of a conspiracy at this point to believe that he was laundering money um through through the team and, and yeah. figuring out a way to you know use it because it's easy to just be like oh yeah we're just gonna give you guys 20 million dollars that all of a sudden appeared in my in the books <laughs> yeah so that, it's I'm still on the run they finally yeah. catch him yeah no nah, they're still on the run that's hilarious that's that's so that's funny as hell man i can't believe that that he used to be a character like he was just like synonymous to Cruz Azul like back then like everything his face was everywhere and so it's funny um but um so so let's just kind of put it in our heads that, and accept the fact that we're going through a little phase where the funds aren't there um but I go back to my initial point we are still we still had the same squad that won the whole tournament why did we not even make it into the playoffs like you know it, it just kind of like that that to me is like, what the fuck happened there, and who's to blame, and how do we fix it? 
I don't know. I don't know if you guys want to go first because I can go on. Go for it, bro. Go for it. We've already given our op- an opinion about that. So I, I mean, you know, for one, I don't blame Reynoso whatsoever because technically speaking, he's never gotten a player that he's actually wanted. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so to this day, they haven't spent a dollar on any player that he's wanted. He's asked for Omar Fernandez, Santiago Ormeño. Um, who's that no, other we guy? Got some, those guys, man. Some, some peruano. I, I forgot who he was, but uh, he's in the midfield. I think Yotun was trying to bring him over as well. There, there was a couple players that he had asked for, but there was just no money on the books. Otero was a free transfer. So was El Quick Mendoza. So again, these are players that are kind of coming in that have the same qualities as the other players, but they're not them. It's like the off brand, you know, like <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. not getting, you're not getting Nike right now. You're, 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 you're getting Joma. But overall, what even happened with that? The, the shirt sponsorship, I, I thought we were going to change. I, I, I mean, we still have a contract till yeah. next year. Yeah. And I, and I mean the, I don't know if you guys saw the, the New Jersey that they dropped the commemorativa, but Ugly. yeah, it's all right. I'm still gonna buy it. It sucks. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want it. I want the long sleeve. Yeah, I want the long sleeve as well. But um, so I think it has something to do. Like first of all, that you know, Reynoso doesn't get any of the people that he actually wants. The other thing too is just you know, a massive amount of players are just going out every other weekend, and just you know whether they're playing the. I think in the beginning it was the Gold Cup. You know, mm-hmm. you have th- those players gone. Then you have the World Cup qualifiers. We're sending out more, more players than any other team. You know, yeah, which is I feel like this is the first time in a long time that Cruz would send so many players out. And it's not even from just Mexico. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's you got Angulo, you got I think Otero was still going, Juan Escobar was going, Yotun was going, yep. uh, as well as Luis Romo, Cata Dominguez, um, Orbelin, you know, but. It, it added up. It added up. And then little by little, there was just no chemistry being built. I mean, we saw it with Cabecita just being completely out of form this season. Luis Romo doing well in Mexico games, but not doing well in Cruz Azul games. So that <laughs> should tell you like, oh, you know, he's got more chemistry there because he's playing with them more often. You know, he's actually um, going about it that way. Uh, Orbelin Pineda is completely sitting out bench in the Mexico squad and then coming, you know, to a Cruz Azul and just being out of rhythm. Um, I liked Orbelin this season. I think he was, he was... In, the, in the first couple of games, he was good. I'll tell you, like, yeah, he's good. But there, there came a point where, again, you know, it dipped down and then it was just like, uh, it's wavy again. Um, to me, the most consistent player of the team was Juan Escobar. Yeah, I can see that. He, I mean, he, I feel like he had, he's had better seasons, but I think he was consistent this year because he's had better seasons in the sense of like, he was fucking scoring on corners, on set plays. I don't think he had a goal this year, but he was consistent. He was consistent. Yeah. He, he had some assists, I think. So yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. I think- and then, go ahead. No, I think, and then on the other end of the spectrum, we had players who were just off the whole season, like Nacho Rivero, Pablo Aguilar, um, who, who, Baca, obviously, um, Cabecita. That's everything. You have such a big problem with Baca. (laughs) No, I mean, like, he was, he's not, he's not our, he's not going to fix anything for us. He's just there, like, Jesus. He just keeps posting his motivational phrases, bro. Yeah, like, Santi does too. Santi's no, got I'm tired that, of that Christian shit. life. Yeah. yeah. That dude's not, Santi's not having sex, bro. <laughs> 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 He's taking her to Disneyland. No, my, boy, my, uh, my boy's soaking. All right. You leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't, nah. I don't know. But, but yeah, don't man. You guys, don't you guys think it's weird, though? How, like, um, well, I mean, I don't know what you guys think about Gata season, but he, he was actually called up to Mexico. I think the season that we won the championship, he was really good, dude. Everyone was really good that season, including Gata. And actually, you know what? (laughs) Except for what was this last one of these Mexico games where everyone was horrible. 
Um, but he did pretty good with the selection, you get me? Except for that last game. I think yeah. I think he's at a good level, you get me? Yeah, I hope they keep using him. It's just so he can get better with with the zoo too, because he had a kind of weird ending to the season. Did, did, did you guys watch the what, what game was it where he kept messing up? Was it Rayados or? Yeah, yeah, that, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah but to the end, I actually said it like they were like, when's the last time you heard that? Kata's messing up and it's been three times this game, you know, and it was just yeah. like, I mean, it was true, man. He's usually very solid. He he does have his mistakes. Like, I'm not going to sit here and act like the best center back of, you know, whatever Cruz Azul's history, but he's he's very um, firm in that position. Like, it was crazy for me to see that. And I honestly, I like, again, man, I blame fucking Tata Martino for that because he got w- wavy in the Mexican selection. It, it wasn't like he was doing bad at Cruz Azul before he went. He did bad when he came back. Yeah, he well, did bad. It was emotional right there. You you put him you put him to play right after a game where he kind of like ex- he got exposed versus um versus USA see. and then Canada in the first half. So I mean he already kind of had like that that shit performance like piling up, you know? Yeah. See see I, I I watched that game then or the USA game and I just remember that Chaka didn't cover him at all. Like he just sat there and let Kata suffer. But I don't know, man. Like, it's just me. Like, if I was a center back and the guy's coming up from behind me, you know, Chaka has to come over and, and, and figure, like, all right, Kata's not really paying attention to him. He's paying attention more to the, you know, the center forward. But that that's my preference when I'm playing defense. Like, if I'm a, if I'm a right back, because that's usually the position that I'm playing in, I know that homeboy can't see him. You know, he's going to come up off his blind yeah. side and just push him off. So I have, and you could go back to that play. Chaka just stands there and watches, not covering anyone. Yeah, Chaka, Chaka's been horrible as fuck this season too, dude. Yeah, really bad. That guy had a horrible season. So, like from the like from the current squad, who name me the players who you guys think that you would for sure like? Obviously, we don't pick, but that you would keep on the team. For this next season, like undeniably, like no no discussion about it. I'll, I'll keep these players, and I'd I'd say like maybe like um, Juan Escobar, um, Cabecita, Santi, um, Piojo, um, Corona, and. Paul Fernandez, but besides that, like, and well, Orlean, but he's already gone, basically. But like, besides that, I don't think I think everyone else need, could easily be replaced, man, and needs to be replaced. Yeah, I feel like Escobar for sure. Paul, like, I feel like I like Paul. He hasn't, he didn't do a whole lot this season, but like, I don't know. I like his style of play. And like I feel like he he wants to be on the team, you know, like he he feels the colors. Um, which you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, we can't, you know, feeling the colors isn't gonna score goals. But I like him. I like Escobar. Um I like Aldrete, man. Um, and then obviously like the you know, Cabecita, Santi, Corona, like we we obviously need to like keep those guys. Yeah, because of, of the quality that we know that they could have. And I feel like like everyone else or the other players, like we've already seen their prime and we know it's not all that. And, you know, I think I think someone said something like one time when they weren't using Cabecita, something like, dude, I'd rather have Cabecita. Like Cabecita injured is a better player than Pasadini complete. You get me? And that's the type of, you know, that's the type of situations that we have. It's kind yeah. of like, there's some players that they might not be on it, but at any given moment, they could. And I'd rather have them than have this guy, you get me, as as healthy as he is or whatever. So, I mean, like, what this guy, um, Daniel, I think, I believe his name is Daniel, was saying, you know, I wasn't really, 
aware exactly how the financial situation was was going but it makes it makes a lot of sense the way he explained it and um so i think you know we just kind of got to sit tight like hey you know we just won a championship um maybe these signings aren't gonna come that we want you know we want these bombas because who doesn't you get me who the fuck doesn't want oh i want this guy i want this guy everybody fucking wants that but you know if the situation's a little tight we we gotta just give it this season let's wait let's wait for them to get up to par and and let's have hope because like i said let's look at atlas atlas has never had a budget well as far as i know um and they they're making it to the final. You get me. Yeah. Puebla, Puebla has been a strong contest in these last um, um, seasons. You get me. They might not be like making it to the finals, but I've always felt like they've always been up there in the top eight. You get me. And they're they're a team that doesn't have a big budget. I'm pretty sure we could we have a budget like at least like Puebla or Atlas. You get me. So that means we could do something and still fight for the title, even if we're not bringing these big signings. Yeah, um, I feel like I'd be interested to see like who they like at least bring out to like some preseason games from like the sub 20, and then like maybe even give like some of those guys like an opportunity like just to be yeah, on the squad, sure. you know? Because I mean, it seems like we're doing a good job in sub 20 and like you know the lower levels of the team, but like there's gonna be a time where we have to like give some of these kids like a chance, you know? And like, not just, I feel like Santi Silverspoon, you know, like he, he was born in the team. Like, you know, he is of the team, but there's gotta be someone else, you know, there's gotta be a couple other guys who, you know, they were raised with the colors. They've, you know, they've played, they, they've come up in the, in the, in the Academy and all that stuff. So like, I'd be interested to see who they bring up. Because, like you said earlier, like fucking Pasarini could be replaced by one of those guys, you yeah, know, definitely. or, uh, you know, like, you know, a couple, a handful of these guys can be replaced by someone on the lower level squads who wants a chance, who is going to go out there and, you know, play their heart out and like play tough, play tough and like not be scared of anything. You know, if like you have a, 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 a striker who's you know coming up and like just wanting to prove himself Mm -hmm. like that's what you need sometimes man and like i feel i don't know like i feel like with football like like american football like you know you some of the better games are college football games because these kids are trying to like earn their way up you know like you know that that they belong in the nfl and like i think we need a little bit of that on the squad maybe not this season but like soon you know i do i'm 100 percent with you the only problem that i've seen is that at the end of the day those guys are used to playing against people at their level which is subain that you get me so then you put them over here and it's not the same playing against these south americans and these you know these guignacs and these you know you know what i'm saying but yeah, yeah def- definitely but you have to like, i feel like you have to take a risk sometimes to like oh yeah you know, say, fuck it man especially, like kid and I see how like, i feel like uh especially since like um our squad right now is kind of like aging like really mm-hmm. we're on the older side like the players um so I mean, if anything, just just work, have them work them in somehow. You know? Yeah, and that's Give the other that thing. Support. Like, fucking bring back, bring back relegation and promotion in the league because I think that's what I think that affects the league. Like, just the quality of the league. Like, not having the Senso and Asenso like sucks, dude. Because there's no competition. Like, you're playing, like you said, you're playing same level people in the mm. developmental league. And there's no competition. Like, what are you playing it's for? Worse. <laughs> it's worse. Like, even worse with this uh, repechaje setup. It's kind of. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't really like it. <laughs> no, that shit's dumb as hell. Yeah. yeah. 
a lot of people, obviously, I know you guys have seen or heard the little conspiracy theories about, you know, about Chivas and shit. They're trying to not let Chivas go to the descent. So you get me. It just so happens that they've gone. They've been having a horrible era, and it just all this stuff is gone. You know, they don't have to worry about them going to the second division. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a double-edged sword. Obviously, you know, there there was times where Cruz Azul was maybe not in, in peligro de senso, but definitely not making the years and shit. So it yeah. would have sucked to be like, you know, like we might go to the fucking second division. But no, I think that that should definitely be. Is there any sort of talks about that it might come back? Um, I think wasn't the whole like the reason why they did this because they like I think it was like 2025 or 2026 like they wanted to like merge the leagues like they, they wanted to merge uh, MLS and Liga MX which mm-hmm. fucking nuts I don't know how that would work <laughs> but like I think that's what the like the rumors were and it's supposed to come back like I think it was only supposed to last for like, you know, until 2025 or something like that. Like something stupid like that. 